You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of Chasefrenacouch.com, and I'm going to try and do a couple episodes today to make up for the week. And the theme today is options. The Blue Jays have a lot of options in free agency, and they chose to exercise a couple options yesterday, so we're going to talk about both of those and the option that a former Blue Jay took once he was outrighted off the 40-man roster. Um, so let's actually start with the Blue Jays that were are going to be sticking around. Let's start with the Blue Jay that's going to be sticking around. Um, it was announced yesterday that Toronto had officially exercised the club auction on Rafael Delis for $1.5 million for the 2021 season. And, you know, it was it was very much up in the air when Dolly signed that deal um, in 2019, whether or not um, he was going to be able to do that. There was obviously the hope that coming over from Japan with everything he learned over there, he would be able to translate that to success and, you know, make that club auction a no brainer. And it turned out he did. He's 2-2 two and two with a 150 ERA in 24 games. He had five saves. Had 31 strikeouts in 24 innings. A whip of 1.25. He managed to raise his career war, according to baseball reference, from the negative one that it was during his time with the Cubs. And make it positive. He now has a positive war at the major league level at 0.2. And I have to say, in watching Delise pitch this season, yeah, he made it very easy for it to be a no-brainer. There weren't a lot of Blue Jays pitchers at the start of the season who's like, that guy can go in and get a strikeout. And Rafael Delise has merged as one of those guys who could actually do that, that fastball splitter combo was working very well. Yes, it did get teed off on occasion, but they usually resulted in not a lot of hard contact and loud flyouts. He only gave up the one home run this season, which, I mean, pitching in Buffalo half the time, that's that's pretty good if you can if you can get out of it with just the one home runner allowed. And that was uh, that was the game in Boston when Verdugo just cranked him over the monster. But for the most part, Delise emerged as a reliable late-inning option for the Blue Jays. And again, when you can post an 11, 11.6 uh, strikeout through 9 rate, that is going to keep you around. And I'm very happy that Delise is going to be back there. It does make things a little easier for the Blue Jays. That's one less bullpen option that they have to go diving for. Um, whether it be via the minor league contract or um, via, you know, a free agent signing because 
They have to fill a lot of spots in that bullpen, and I'm not sure how comfortable they are putting many starters back there. Given that, you know, if everything goes well, they're going to have a AAA team in Buffalo to send players to. But, you know, we, we don't know anything nowadays. So who knows what the shape of the Blue Jays bullpen will be heading into that 2021 season. At least one piece is secure in Dolis, and that's going to be fine. Um, one piece we know will not be a part of it. Uh, well, actually, we know a couple pieces. But uh, let's let's talk about the one I think more people are happy to see go. Um, I'll, I'll get to Chase Anderson in a sec. We'll we'll talk about Chase a little bit because he's he's got a, a bigger backstory we can we can discuss, but. It was announced today that Wilmer Font is no longer going to be competing in North America. Um, the uh, 30-year-old Dominican reliever has signed a one-year deal with the SK Wyverns of the Korea Baseball Organization. Canadian fans may know that team as the one that Jamie Romack um, plays for. Dude's hit 135 home runs in four seasons. So... He's done all right over there. And now Font will be joining him after just managing to eke his ERA down below 10 on the season. He had a 9.92 ERA for the Blue Jays over 16 and a third innings. Absolutely useless. I believe is the nice way of putting Wilmer Font's 2020 performance and, yeah, it, it's the exact opposite of Delise. Couldn't be relied on, relied upon to get through an inning without giving up a hit. He is, his, K, his strikeout to walk ratio was bad. He had 15 strikeouts and, only, and 9 walks in only 16 and a third innings. Not great. And, you know, even if you look at the underlying numbers and say, well... You know, he deserved better results. You know, he had a fielding independent pitching ERA of 478. Yeah, it still doesn't work when your whip's 226 and you give up 15.4 hits per nine innings. That's just disgusting. So rightfully outrighted and rightfully banished from Major League Baseball. See if he can do something in Korea. Maybe he comes back as the least did once he retools a little bit. But there was absolutely no place for him with the Blue Jays. And that's that's a good thing. It means they don't have to keep guys who do not deserve Major League slots, like a Wilmer Font, like a Sam Gaviglio. They do not have to keep throwing guys like Jason Adam and Buddy Boshers out there to soak up innings. They are moving forward. They are turning the corner. And that's why it was very easy to say goodbye to Chase Anderson. And, you know, it maybe if Chase Anderson had some more built bars, he'd be able to make a case for staying with Toronto. But he clearly did not hear the news that built bar is improved and delicious with original flavors that are loved, like German chocolate, mint brownie, orange, and coconut. 
And then new ones like cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, and apple almond crisp. They're coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They melt in your mouth. They're delicious. They're healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat that's low calorie and low sugar while being high in protein and fiber if you're doing the keto thing. Slots in very nicely with that. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. So use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Chase Anderson is the last pitcher we're going to talk about today. Um, Same time that Toronto announced that Rafael Delis' option was being picked up. Earlier that day, the little little kept secret that Chase Anderson would not be offered $9.5 million to pitch next season. Yeah, it was very clear that was not going to happen, so... Uh, the Blue Jays will buy him out for $500,000 and send him on his way. Um, again, much like Wilmer Font, just could not avoid being knocked around the park. In 10 games for Toronto this season, he had a 7.22 ERA over 33 and two-thirds innings. And somehow, despite pitching a third of the games that he did in previous seasons, he managed to maintain his mark of allowing double-digit home runs in a season for the seventh straight campaign. The guy who led the National League in home runs given up in 2018, surprisingly not able to keep the ball in the park this season. He gave up more walks. Or, sorry, he gave up more home runs than he did walks. He gave up 11 home runs to 10 walks. I would prefer the walk. Amazingly, he did strike out more batters per nine innings than at any point. He averaged uh, 10.2 strikeouts per nine innings. But batters just kept teeing off on him. And it was brutal to try and watch that. I mean, like... Uh, we go to that fielding independent pitching mark again that we used on Wilmer Font. Um, with those home runs, Chase Anderson had an FIP of 616. Abysmal. And, you know, he was rightfully shoved to the bullpen at the end of the season because it, it was just not happening for him. Maybe he needed that spring training to get in tune, but it, it just was not any kind of good as displayed by that, you know, that game uh, September 17th against New York when he gave up five home runs. That's how he managed to get to that double-digit mark, by the way. That game where he just got roasted by the Yankees. So, I don't know. His main job during the offseason is going to be convincing teams that August Chase Anderson is more in tune with what they're going to get as opposed to September Chase Anderson. Because, you know, through through the month of August, he actually wasn't bad. I will give him that. In 19 and two-thirds innings, he had an ERA of 320 
and had only given up two home runs at that point. So he was, he was doing well. Unfortunately, he ended up facing the Yankees twice, and that's that's kind of what did him in. Um, but yeah, as that kind of bend-but-don't-break pitcher he's become, he'd be very attractive to a team that's got a very solid infield behind it, and I know the Blue Jays have had troubles with Biggio shifting between second and third, and Bo Bichette not looking as comfortable after the injury, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. being Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But I don't see Anderson being chased out of out of Major League Baseball just yet. And part of it does come from that late, uh, the last appearance he made during the season, that game against Baltimore when he went two shutout innings. That's proof that he still knows how to operate at a Major League level. And maybe he does start making that transition into the bullpen as some starters have done later in their careers, like um, like a Clayton Richard, uh, like a John Smoltz. Obviously, Chase Anderson's not John Smoltz. I'm just trying to think of guys who have made that transition. But it was clear that, you know, with the pitching depth that Toronto has, and I love saying that Toronto has pitching depth, with the bevy of arms available to the Blue Jays, it was clear that Chase Anderson was unnecessary. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to find a taker for Tanner Roark as well. Because, like, as of right now, and we'll get more into this later in the in the offseason, but right now they have a rotation of Ryu and uh, Nate Pearson. I guess you can keep Tanner Roark around, but would you really want to? Ross Stripling can do that just as well, and he costs less. So, you go Ryu, Pearson, Stripling, and then you start throwing the young arms out there and seeing who who wants it the most, I guess. I mean, I would love if they brought Taiwan Walker back. I would love if they brought Matt Shoemaker back. Robbie Ray even looked good enough down the stretch. I wouldn't mind seeing him too. But... They have the options. They have a Thomas Hatch. They have Julian Merriweather. Um, They'll hopefully have Trent Thornton coming back off the IL. So there are players that can come and, you know, try and assert themselves a little better. TJ Zoik, even him, um, with his late push there, reinserted himself into the conversation. There are plenty of options for this team. That giving $9 million to Chase Anderson was completely unnecessary. There are pitchers that that is much better spent on. And we'll actually talk about some of them in the next episode. But for now, we say a fond farewell to Chase Anderson and Wilmer Font. Well, maybe not so fond. But they were things in Plejay's lore. That's what we can say. So, we'll be heading into that next episode to look at some of the options that have become available for the Blue Jays when it comes to searching for those next bullpen pieces that are going to allow guys like Thomas Hatch and Julian Merriweather and Anthony Kay to start thinking about, you know, trying to be starters again, as opposed to what 2020 
may of them be by necessity. So we're going to be looking at that next episode. Uh, just a reminder, if you don't want to miss any of those episodes, you should subscribe to this podcast. Um, just search for Locked On Blue Jays. You'll find it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, you can find it. So subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. All the episode links will go up there unless my power goes out because of a fire. I am sorry about that. But if you want those kind of updates to know why the Twitter isn't posting the links, you can follow me at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. It's so dumb. Especially now, but it's necessary. So we'll talk again very shortly. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jsrnacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.